We welcome the Drought Cult to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. The Drought Cult is dark and dreamy and experimental rock that features three longtime Sonoma County music veterans. If you spent any time going to shows around here in the last 15 years, you've probably seen one of these people play. Please welcome to the program Francesco Catania, Jeff Overn, Dan Ford, the Drought Cult. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Jeff Overn. Yes, sir. How are you doing over there? I'm great. You're great. Um, so you have the Forever Midnight podcast. Mm-hmm. When you do that... When you sit down, when you talk with people, do you do you just chat? Yes. Or do you do you do you come with anything? Uh, some mental notes, perhaps. Some but yeah, we just just go for it. Just have a conversation. Like when we have guests on, we just kind of do uh, someone find out who they are. You know, if they're people in movies or directors or whatever actors, just want to know who they are as a, as a person. Of course, we'll talk about whatever horror movie they've been in that we've enjoyed. But um, yeah. I think it'd be really fun to like give the reins to you for a minute and then you could just ask anybody at the table any questions that you want. I can even play the song again so then it becomes on stage with Jeff for a moment. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So Tom, uh, Tinder, is that in your future? No. 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 Why not? Do we we want to play the the, the intro song and let me do this? Three, two... That's right. This is on stage with Jeff Overn, the only one who matters. I'm here with my guests. So before we started up the show, we asked you about uh, Tinder. You're a oh, no. Tinder. You're no the, on a Tinder. Why not? That'd be a no. A, gr- uh, a grinder? No. See, I'm um, mixture no, no, of both no. and just roll no, the dice. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's you know I, a lot of people really don't know this about me, but I got a thing about touching. Touching? Uh, well, so um, if, I don't like I don't like a lot of physical contact, and and I, the thought of if I were to hug you after this, you would not it, be into it. No, be, I'm, mm. I'm not. I'm getting better at it lately. You guys, your generation is turning into such a hugging generation. Jesus Christ! So I true. don't want to seem like I'm not. Uh, I don't want to seem standoffish. You're thankful so for the hug. At but the end, yeah, when everybody's hugging, I'll do it. But I never know. Uh, do you have to go shower right away? After? No, no. It's a question. I don't know what it means. I don't know. How I'm supposed to react? I don't. One time, uh, Dan and I were eating at Speakeasy, and Dan had had a few to drink. Yeah. And Dan asked me if I wanted to go around the corner and fuck. Yeah. Mm. And it was fun. We didn't. We did not that <laughs> time. But the but, fantasy is good. But it was a fun memory. <laughs> wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Break it down. What was the fantasy? Just going around the corner. What would happen? Break it down for me. I, you know, I, I I'm kind of like Tom, but different on it. Um, you know, even if uh, something like that was appealing you, to are me, are you a, a giver or a receiver? I just tend Start not to. G- I tend off, to not go in into those sort of arrangements because there's mm. so much attached to it. Yeah, it's, it's not. Wor- it's not really worth it for me to deal with what's going to happen later. And if someone says, "But this is a fantasy," okay? No, so. I can't live in fantasy world. In I fantasy? live in reality world. I'm. I'm generally open to uh, you know, like in theory, experiences, giving, receiving, generally open. 
But I just, in reality, I would never do that because I just can't. I can't go into a possibility where there's going to be some consequence to it. No, no, like. No pleasure is pleasurable enough for it to be worth me having to deal with some bullshit so later. Everything that you get into, do you have to really think it through and think about what's the, the final outcome? It's like when I look at like how I spend my day, I try to be effective. You know, I try to like not be sad. I try to not. Go, I think I feel like Chesco and I are a little similar. <laughs> I try in to terms not be sad of, too. I feel you. <laughs> I feel like Chesco and I are a little similar though in terms of restless minds. Yeah. I feel like if we don't have a full calendar mm-hmm. and if we have too much time standing still, we start to get a little edgy. We start to get yeah, a little yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I try to be as monk-like as possible with pleasure, and that's one thing where you and wow. I are different. Yeah, because I'm I feel full like indulgence. I've he wants a swimming pool full of pleasure. Ooh. I want a teaspoon. Ooh, you want a teaspoon? <laughs> <laughs> Is that tapioca? Because a lick of it all because of um, though though I may appear like someone who has a ton of self-control, it's only because uh, extreme moderation is enacted. Mm. Yeah, he's a virtual is it, volcano. Is, is that, is that a form of, of pleasure for you, though? <laughs> but restraint. No, it's just more of a like, I'd like to live my best life and uh, I don't live a good life when I'm indulging too much because you go off the deep end. We've all lived in excess before. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Nope. Nope. So I, 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 I've come to that, that monk-like place. Talking about. I like to be responsible, but I also like to have fun. You know, See, rather be yeah, sex or anything else. But that's because you, you can pull off the balance. Right. Yeah. I, I don't feel that I can pull off the balance. Mm. So I think as long as you can wake up the next morning, excess is not a bad thing. It depends on how you want to live your life. Excess in what? I, guess I feel better like. when I'm constantly moving things forward. Mm-hmm. I'm not able to constantly move things forward if I'm getting distracted. Mm-hmm. These are distractions. Those are distractions. For in me. my opinion. Okay. Well, fair enough, man. Yeah. Dan, what's your favorite thing about me? About you? Mm. Yeah. Give it to me. This guy, dude. Give it to me. I'm running the show. It's my show. <laughs> I can talk about what I want. You need a gavel. <laughs> it strikes me like you two have very different ways of going throughout the day. Absolutely. Jeff and Chesco. That's, that's Chesco, what I love about Chesco this band, seems though. to me like so, and I don't really know Dan Ford that well. There's so Dan, many things we Dan don't know. Dan Ford is a mystery <laughs> to me, and maybe, hopefully, I'm a you little bit of a mystery him up to him. on the alley for crying out but, loud. But I do know Jeff and Chesco, and it feels like, Chesco, you're very heady. It seems like oh, you really yeah. just, just really, you just think about it cut all. from the same cloth over yeah. here. Yeah. I might act cool, but I'm I'm all the way in here. Yeah, yeah for I sure. think you fret about probably interactions you have with people. You probably just you're worrying a lot. You're you're just like stressed. And Jeff oh, yeah. streams to me a little bit more. Go with the flow. Totally. Maybe you're getting less in your head. You're like fuck it. I'm pretty in my head. I'm, I'm a yeah, pretty miserable person <laughs> in my home life. Like outside of all these things, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking. Uh, always tearing my, myself apart and trying to figure out how to make a better me. You know what I mean? Really? Absolutely. You don't give off that vibe at all? I try not to. When my interactions with people, I want everyone to have a good time and be friendly and have everything be great. But yeah, when I'm at home and just alone in, in my own world, I'm fucking miserable. Do you think like there's anybody out there who isn't that way? No, I don't. I yeah. think that's just part of being human. You think and I hope, I hope people are always uh, assessing themselves and taking stock of what they got and trying to figure out how to do better and do more. That makes yeah. me wonder, Jeff, is it not changed out of misery because it propels you to a better place? Doesn't it become something else aside from misery? If you're, I mean, I can't say I'm you're, always miserable. If, you're, rebu- if you're tearing down and rebuilding for the sake of getting better and then you get better, it's miserable about that. I think it's like you can appreciate Because I have a degree misery, of that maybe. too, you know, and I, and I do wish that. Yeah, sir. totally. But it's still misery. I mean, you can appreciate it. And appreciate it being constructive, but it's still right. it feels still feels miserable. And I guess I just feel like the I guess I just feel like saying miserable makes it miserable. Oh, oh. Hmm. 
I think feeling miserable makes <laughs> I, I said I'm miserable, but I'm actually a pretty happy guy most of the time. This guy I feel not, like you I feel like you you pulled the curtain yeah, I'm in back. My head, I'm in my you pulled the curtain back too much and you're like, well, too much. let's hold on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that miserable. Are you backpedaling? Yeah. You play in two sweet bands, podcasts. You're doing all right. Amazing wife, dog. Yeah, lots of American candy. Dream, dude. Yeah. You guys put out an album at the end of last year called Moonlust. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think that these are uplifting songs? Are they songs that don't have any sort of? I don't say? know that uh, there's any intention in that from my part. I feel like more than wanting to provide, um, w- more than wanting to provide a mood for someone to to like elevate themselves into. I'd rather um, I'd rather get them thinking about something, you know whether it's whether it's leads to positive thought or negative thought um i'd prefer that it uh triggers like some silent contemplation or you know an amplification of a consciousness or something um just you know i one of the things that i'm frustrated with is i perceive a lot of people to to be just kind of like mindless you know you're you're on the freeway and you're just like what the fuck is this guy thinking and you know you don't know if he's actually an idiot or not but like (laughs) you know i just um i try and think things through we're talking about thinking thinking things through having a tact and and purpose to your approach and um want to inspire that you do you strike me as somebody who absolutely is like constantly trying to be thoughtful about how you are in the world like to think so yeah, I, I heard it. I, I I wish I could recall the the name of the person who said this quote, but it was to the extent of um, a man should penetrate the world the same way he penetrates a woman, uh, not for self gain. Uh, mindful of the uh, God, I wish I could recall this. I just glanced at it. You got the internet here. I do. Let's talk about this. Here you go. Are you ready for it? Yeah. I really like the sex theme on this episode. Um, yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. David Dida in The Way of the Superior Man had this to say. Okay. The way a man penetrates the world should be the same way he penetrates his woman, not merely for personal gain or pleasure, but to magnify love, openness, and depth. Right. That's beautiful. And that takes intention, you know, that takes uh, forethought and... Uh, you know, str- stride through the world just like that. You know, present your ideas and your and your person just like that. David also had this to say: A fearful man who knows he is fearful is far more trustable than a fearful man who isn't aware of his fear. <laughs> fear. David Dita also had this to say: Your Love. fear is the sharpest <laughs> definition of yourself. You should know it. You should feel it virtually constantly. Fear needs to become your friend, so that you are no longer uncomfortable with it. Yeah. There's a lot of fear Definitely. in this band. There's a lot of sex in this band. This David, gotta, this, like, this David Dina guy really knows what's up. This is my guy right now. This, this guy knows what's up. Uh, Jeff Over and I don't know if we're still in your show or if we're back on our show it's, yet. Do you have any closing thoughts to your show? It's our show. This now. is the Jeff and Jim we're, show we're, now. And Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Tom. I'm along for the ride. And Tom. <laughs> and, Tom. <laughs> and Jeff. And Jeff. Uh, Tom Gaffey, do you have any uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Dude, man, fearful, sexy, spooky. Uh, this man's got it cold. all. They got it all. They really do got it all. And, and uh, if you want to be spooked, if you want to get in touch with your fears, and if you want to uh, leave thinking about calling tender, I think go out and see these guys play one night. 
<laughs> Call <laughs> us here at Tinder. <laughs> uh, Francesco Catania, as long as we're all hosting the show, do you have yeah. any closing thoughts on uh, where you're at in your life, where the band's at, this experience? Whatever you want to share, now is your chance. What I really would like to say, because we haven't really done this in this interview, um, this might be the only place to do it, is I would like to say um, from all of us at the Drought Cult, we support uh, equality of all human beings. Beautiful. And we condemn white supremacists and we condemn fear and we condemn hatred of any kind. If you're listening to this episode a few years from now, America is going through a rather crazy time. Go look up online and see what he's talking about. (laughs) But thank you for that. Thank you. Dan Ford, any closing thoughts for you tonight? No, I'm good. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Man, a few words. Uh, well, I have I have a couple hopes for this band. One is that you keep doing what you're doing because it seems to be a fulfilling project for yeah, you. It is. And it's I also fun. hope that at some point your music can be used to score a pornography. Oh, oh wouldn't that be great? Oh. Wouldn't that be a fun? Pornography, horror porn, right? scored horror by porn. the Drought Cult. That Ooh, would be great. It's like a sexy <laughs> The Hills Have Eyes because yeah. it's got to be out in the, the hills. Have boobs? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just riffing. The here. Hills Have Thighs, baby. The so, Hills Have Thighs. There it is. We got it. We, we got there. <laughs> I hope that you guys keep doing what you're doing because when Moonlust came out, it was an album that a lot of my friends really loved, yeah. and. I'm hoping that tonight we get to introduce a few new people to what you guys play. Yeah, thank you. So thank you for joining us. And if as a listener, such a proposition is interesting to you, sit tight for 30 seconds because you're going to get the opportunity. Drought Cult, as always, it's been good to spend time with you tonight. Thank you. Enjoy your Tinder, everybody. Thanks, Tom.
Thank you.